Hello again, word lovers, and today, words that come from the names of people, human beings. And I'm not going to go into the name of the name, as I often do. The Earl of Cardigan liked to wear a certain kind of garment. People copied him and called the garment Cardigan. That's his great claim to fame, if you forget the charge of the Light Brigade. And with military matters, we, we can take Wellingtons from Wellington Boot, the Duke of Wellington, Arthur Wellesley, insisted on having his boots made of leather rather than hessian. His bootmaker, Mr. Hobie, attributed all his subsequent success to his Wellington boots. Sandwich is another famous one. Bits of cold meat was the original definition, but we all know the story about John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, who was a bit of a gambler and said, please bring me the meat tucked between two pieces of bread. And then people began to order the same as sandwich. Give me a sandwich. This nice story is spoiled by the fact that his biographer says that while this is true, it's simply what he did at work from his desk. Samuel Maverick was cattle owner. In 1836, he refused to brand his cattle and booked the trend, becoming a maverick. There's more to the story than that, but in a nutshell, his grandson invented a word two generations later, and that word was gobbledygook. Bombastic people might spout gobbledygook. Bombastic means you think you're right, you're better than everybody. Comes from cotton padding, according to my dictionary here. Bombax cotton, bombix silk. So it goes back, tracing back through Greek, pambak Iranian, pamba Armenian, bambok, and we're back at a pirate, meaning twist. Now, pause here. Myth alert, it says. It's not true that this comes from one of Paracelsus' names. Paracelsus, the medieval alchemist, whose name was Philippus Aureolus Theophrastus Bombastus von Hohenheim, and was the essence of bombast. I find it hard to believe that with the fame of Paracelsus, and his answering to the description that he had no part in the common meaning of the word bombastic, meaning full of themselves, I mean, nobody in history was more bombastic, let me put it that way. Mr. Boycott, who everybody boycotted, they wouldn't buy any horses from him or attend him in the shops or... Oh, poor man, it wasn't even his fault. He was the landlord for Lord Earn, the absentee landlord of County Mayo in 1880, just as the Irish Land League decided to make a stand and we're not paying any rent, so we're boycotting. Quisling, we've seen before. Vidkun Abraham Laurit Jonsson Quisling, the Norwegian who stood in as a puppet ruler of Norway for the Nazis. He was executed by firing squad in 1945. And interestingly, his word is not just a bad word in English. Let's move a little bit into the world of inventions and business. We've got JCB, Joseph Cyril Bamford, that is, that's the inventor. Biro, also the inventor, Laszlo Biro. And when the Italians emigrated to America around the turn of the century, many of them went into business. When one of the Jacuzzi brothers' family had arthritis, they thought, well, we could maybe adapt our motorboat jet pumps and make a sort of hydrotherapy thing here. And that's how Jacuzzis were born. The Jacuzzis obviously were no dunces. 
dunce, meaning a stupid person, tells a story of the history of medieval thought and philosophy, which is too long to go into here. John Duns Scotus found himself on the wrong side of an argument, and so subsequent generations called the stupid people as stupid as Duns. You were a Duns. Look at your Bluetooth logo and ask yourself, why is it two Nordic runes? Could that possibly be HB for Harold Bluetooth, the historic Norse king? Famous French people now. Monsieur Jean Nico, French ambassador to Portugal, sent the tobacco back from Lisbon to France in 1561. And with it, his name, which now exists in the name of the drug nicotine, Louis Braille invented what we call Braille. Monsieur Guillotine didn't invent the guillotine, but was the minister who passed the law and didn't end up being guillotined. Jules Léotard invented the Aerial Trapeze Act in 1859 and with it the Léotard. And Etienne de Silhouette gave his name to the Silhouette. But not because he was a subject of a Silhouette, but simply because the Parisians began to ridicule his austerity measures, and à la silhouette began to mean something on the cheap, as the silhouette was the cheap way of getting your photograph taken. Two verbs now, given to us by Austrians. The first one is Franz Anton Mesmer, with his theory of animal magnetism, and his ability to hypnotise, or mesmerise, as we also call it. Hypnotise, of course, is from hypnos, the god of sleep. And we have another Austrian here, uh, Kraft Ebbing, deciding to call one type of sexuality masochism because of the author Sacher Masoch. The Marquis de Sade had already given his name to the sadist part of that coupling, and a lot of his works were Baudelarized. They had the awful parts cut out so that other people could read it, as Thomas Baudelaire did to the works of Shakespeare giving us the word to Baudelarise, meaning to censor. Though the censorship was in fact done by his sister Harriet. Ambrose Burnside, the American politician, he had magnificent whiskers. They flip the surname and you get sideburns. Luddites smashed up machinery in the factories as they feared their jobs were on the line. They were led by Ned Ludd. So anyone that trashes new technology is a Luddite. Ned Ludd, it should be stressed, didn't really exist. He was just a fictitious leader. But the Virginia Quaker Charles Lynch did exist. And he, during the American Revolution, put some British loyalists in prison for a year, saying that, well, he just had to do it. So that, strictly speaking, is lynching, although, of course, it came to mean exacting summary justice. So we get a lot of words from real people and their actions. And, and a lot of these have been quite modern examples. But don't go thinking that's always the case. Platonic love is named after Plato. An Epicurean takes his delight in things from Epicurus. Draconian people are following a 7th century BCE lawmaker. And we could go even further back than that. But I'm not going to tantalise you further, as that would be narcissistic.